Jennifer Purcell, and welcome to my podcast, Living with an Invisible Learning Challenge, where we will discuss, discover, and learn more about the challenges and triumphs of those with NLD and other learning challenges. I do have a website for this podcast, and it is called livingwithnld.com. I also have a Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter account for the podcast. They are all under the same name, which is Living with NLD. I also have a YouTube channel for the podcast, which can be found by Googling the title of the podcast, which is Living with an Invisible Learning Challenge. I would like to tell you about a nonprofit that I use for my research for this podcast. It is called The NBLD Project, and I use their blog for my research. They are a nonprofit that is based in New York and is trying to get NVLD back on the DSM, and they provide many resources for people with NVLD on their website. I'll provide you with the website for them in the podcast description. All proceeds from the ads on this podcast will be donated towards the NVLD project. Please feel free to explore the other topics on the podcast, and hopefully you will learn something new from them. I hope you enjoy today's episodes. And today I am very excited to announce that BetterHelp is now sponsoring this podcast. I have had seven years of therapy, so I know it can help change your life if you not only let it, but work on the personal goals that you set with your therapist. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships at work not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are the greatest asset. And special offering to listeners of Living with an Invisible Learning Challenge, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash, I'll put in the link in the podcast description for you. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-E-P. Thanks again to BetterHelp for supporting, I mean, sponsoring this podcast. All right, good morning. I know it's uh, Saturday or it might be a different day for you from where you're listening. Um, but I 
ran out of time for recording yesterday. I um, was doing a lot of errands, so sorry about that. Um, so I am recording a day later, but I think that's okay. I've done that before, and um, like I said in the last solo episode, um, I've been dealing with a lot recently. Um, and I've been, some of that has been migraines and some family drama. I might write about that in a podcast episode. Um, so please bear with me. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm going to be needing to uh, do some more um, uh podcast scripting here actually because if I don't I'm going to be a little bit behind so uh, you know if you don't have one uh, for a little bit that would be why Um, so yeah you know um, we all have lives and I hope that you are willing to be flexible with me and that you okay if I, um, you know, don't uh, have a um, episode. I also want to mention to you that I just launched my podcast swag on Wednesday of this week and have a page for it on my website. And I will also send you the link to it in the podcast description and I will also send it to you in the newsletter that I usually send on out on Fridays. I am now selling t-shirts, water bottles, and a backpack and they all have the podcast logo and title on it and the tagline. So I am looking forward to watching the sales and seeing who buys them and um, spreading the word more about my podcast. So yeah, I was saying that um, try to be mindful of um, my um, other things that I'm doing than just my podcast. I have um, a full-time job and um, a side um tech uh, business that I'm trying to do, and uh, it's hard to juggle all that. So um, yeah, I will um, get to this episode, which I'm trying to actually go through and do some quick proofreading because wanted to make it a little bit easier to read um but okay so basically what this episode is going to be about is um why it can be so annoying or frustrating to be an NBLD or sometimes and you can also apply this to um any learning challenge or also maybe even neurotypical. Um, I wouldn't know if it works for neurotypical because I'm not a neurotypical. So, um, but 
feel free to listen and see if you can relate to it in some way. <clears throat> Have you ever been annoyed or frustrated because your brain works differently than most? Or because you remember differently than others do? Are you... Sorry for a second there. I lost my place. Um, let me start over. Have you ever been annoyed or frustrated because your brain works differently than most or because you remember things differently than others do? Are you tired of repeating yourself because others forget things they said more easily than you do? I have had all of these experiences because of being a neurodivergent with NLD. Often it's hard for me to describe to someone else how my brain works because I'm still trying to figure that out for myself. It's also hard to understand it when you don't know how to describe the learning challenge you have because there's not one agreed upon definition of it. And sometimes it's hard to find the words to describe what it feels like to be neurodivergent. I do often remember things happening differently than others do in my family, but I've learned to be okay with that. Excuse me. I usually remember more details about stories because that's how my brain works. It tends to zero in on the details and not always be able to recall the bigger picture or context behind the story. It likes, um, it likes trying to put a puzzle together without all the pieces in the right order. Sometimes I find myself repeating what others say to me because they don't remember what they told me and they often ask me about them. I also have to repeat what I tell others because they don't remember what I told them as well as I do. I think this is because my brain remembers auditory memories better than most do. Okay, enough about me. Let's use some articles to hear about from other NVLDers. The first article is titled about growing up from, sorry, growing up with a foot on the autism spectrum NLD by Anita written on December 12th, 2018. Um, quote, have tried as best as I can to translate my story from Norwegian to English. I hope to be able to give others a understanding of NLD, a function derogatory program that can provide a lot of invisible despite the difficulties that I have problems with writing, getting it to look good and putting its function into context. I have therefore decided to write a little about my experience with NLD. I was diagnosed with NLD in 2018. At the age of 51, I was from six years, sorry, I'm having trouble reading this. I was six years old. I was from six years old of age as a child. It created many wonders around. It was concluded that I, as a child, had a poorly developed identity and sense of reality. 
I was perceived as a destructive, immature child who had problems with the integrated norms and visual motor skills and was therefore referred to, to for help in connection with school. It entailed um, frequent visits to the eye doctor since both my parents and the school meant that I had normal vision. They showed that I they showed that I got away with things as if they were not there and that I had no idea about my position in the room and things around me. Some of the most difficulties are that the NLD is so many people know little about the difficulties of it and or understand them is in many ways a hidden disability. NLD is only one to 10% of all learning disabilities is a bit of a doubt about the percentage distribution, which means that it occurs in only um, one of 0.1 of the general population. NLD creates a big gap between what I know I have the potential and the ability to do and what I can in each situation. It is like having the hard disk and the components of a computer from the 90s, but do not have RAM to run the programs. I, at the same time, um, it feels like I am constantly fighting with my head, which is my hard drive to receive, to reach the capacity that is required to run the current operating system. The concept of nonverbal learning disabilities is misleading for the difficulties affect not only learning, but the whole spectrum of life. It interrupts in a world that is black and white, has a literal interpretation does not manage to put the details together in a whole, has difficulty interpreting facial expressions, gestures, and visual information, and makes the world diff different and unpredictable for an MBLD or to navigate it. So sorry I had reading that, um, trouble reading that quote, I think it was probably because she was Norwegian and had trouble translating into English. Um, <clears throat> but my thoughts about that, um, as much as I felt I could understand she was saying was that, um, it seemed like she was having trouble with, um, understanding, um, <coughs> sorry, my voice is a little gravelly, understanding, um, That she was having trouble with um, understanding herself with NLD and trying to help others understand what she's going through as well and trying to um, make it easier for them to help her. I mean, I know I have that issue pretty much all the time and um, with being able to um, basically as best I can say is help myself and have 
others help me. Um, so the next article is titled Neurodivergent from the Cleveland Clinic. <clears throat> it is possible to prevent, treat, or cure being neurodivergent. Neurodiversity refers to the unique way that each person brain each person's brain develops. That means it's not preventable, treatable, or curable. Some of the conditions that cause a person to be neurodivergent are manageable. If a specialist or other healthcare provider diagnoses you or someone you care for with a condition like those mentioned above, they can also talk to you about resources for people with that condition. There's a wide range of possible management options, therapy programs, and more. For some people, such as those with ADHD, behavioral therapy and medication can possibly affect their quality of life. For others, therapy programs can help you play to your strengths, meaning they show you how to make the most out of your abilities. They can also show you how to adapt to your challenges, minimizing their uh, interference in your life. Close quote. Um, so on that, I would say that's very, that's very validating because I know that there's no cure for what I'm going through. And, um, other people need to realize that too, because they need to stop saying that things like Tylenol taken during pregnancy is what causes autism please stop throwing out that bullshit. And I'm not going to say excuse my French because uh, <laughs> that is BS. Um, and um, basically what causes a learning challenge or disability or difference, whatever you want to call it, is genetics or trauma or you're born with it and that it and the trauma could be head trauma or emotional trauma or psychological. Um, yeah, so it's, I don't know how to put it any clearer. You, you can't get rid of it. All you can do is try to manage it. And sometimes like for me, it can, I think it can cause other things. It I think it has caused my migraines and, um, I'm trying to learn how to manage those and it's not easy and it can get in the way of, um, <laughs> mind grace can get in the way of enjoying life and that sucks. Um, so <clears throat> I don't mean to put a damper on that, but it's true. Um, so yeah. Um, when you are diagnosed with a learning challenge, you have to step back and realize, whoa, this is something I'm going to be dealing with for the rest of my life, whether I like it or not. And, um, I don't know if that's true with my migraines. Um, I hope it's not because <laughs> I don't want to be living in this kind of pain forever. I've had them for eight years and, um, that's when I was diagnosed with NLD and, um, it's, it's been hard. It, it's been frustrating finding some things that work for 
a few months and then they stop working. And then I'm back at the, um, I'm back at the, I don't know the right word for it. Um, I'm back at trying to figure out what works and I feel like a lab rat. I've probably tried 30 to 50 different treatments and it's so frustrating. Um, and I'm glad I have insurance, so it's not so ridiculously expensive, but it's, yeah, it's frustrating, especially when your doctors don't, they just ignore the neurodiversity piece and they're like, we don't know how to help you with that. And I'm like, really? I'm the only one that can help myself with that? Come on. Like, Sorry, I'm getting a little teary-eyed. Um, so the last article is titled Five Confusing Signs of Nonverbal Learning Disabilities by the Understood Team. <clears throat> Talking but not connecting. Um, kids with NVLD often have a great vocabulary. They quickly pick up words and phrases they read or hear from adults, but their big vocabularies can be deceiving. These kids can struggle to engage during the casual conversation, especially when the topic doesn't interest them. They might not notice whether another person finds a topic interesting, boring, or uncomfortable, and they might not know when it's time to give someone else a chance to talk. <laughs> asking about things, but not exploring. Kids with NVLD love to bombard parents and teachers with questions. They may ask for information about a new toy rather than play with it to find out how it works. This may be because kids with NVLD often have poor visual spatial skills instead of exploring the world around them firsthand. They prefer asking for information. Strong reading and spelling but poor comprehension, excuse me, kids with NVLD are often very good readers. They're strong at decoding, sounding out letters and words, and word recognition, reading words by sight without sounding them out. They're usually good at spelling and reading out loud, but they often have trouble with reading comprehension and with holding on to the meaning of what they've read. They may struggle to understand the moral of a story, and they may have a hard time picking up, sorry, picking out important details, even in a simple passage. Memorizing math answers, but not understanding the concepts behind them. Math is based on visual spatial concepts, so kids need to picture how two and two come together to make four. Children with NVLD may understand the two were may understand the words being used to explain or solve math problems, 2 plus 2 equals 4, but they often struggle to understand how the words connect to the concepts. They rely on memorization to come up with answers. They may also have trouble understanding how numbers and columns work. Math problems that include borrowing or carrying can mix them up. Memorizing information but not knowing how to share it. Kids with NVLD tend to have a great 
rote memory. This means they can memorize lots of information without working hard at it, but they don't always know how to share what they know. They may go around the classroom telling the same thing to different students, even the ones who aren't interested. This is because kids with MBLD have a hard time noticing nonverbal cues. Nonverbal cues might include when a classmate changes his position, posture to suggest he's not interested, rolls his eyes, or makes a comment in a sarcastic tone of voice. Understanding behavior in kids with, NBL, with a learning disability. Kids with NVLD have many strengths, but those strengths can sometimes hide things that are challenging for them. This can be confusing for parents and teachers, but being aware of these contradictions is the first step towards helping these children use their strengths, build social skills, and improve reading comprehension abilities. So I definitely understand what that article is saying because um, <laughs> the reason I was chuckling and smiling when I was reading that is because I relate to every bit of it. Um, I have a lot of facts that I have memorized over the years that I've mentioned in this podcast, and um, some of them I haven't mentioned because I've learned that they're not always interesting to other people, um, and sometimes they're, people just get lost and go, huh? Like, why did you mention that? Um, like, <laughs> when my voice got gravelly, Earlier, I was reminded of uh, the times that I've um, lost my voice in my life, and that's happened five times, and I'll be short with this, but when that has happened to an NBLD or who likes to talk, that's a hard thing to go through, where, like, <laughs> because you can't talk for a little bit, and then you lose your voice. This was before I had my podcast in college. In college and it was like oh crap I can't talk so I literally have to use my phone to text people and be like yeah I can't talk so um, it was hard being quiet for me because in some ways like yeah I'm okay with being quiet but I didn't always want to be quiet you know um, and um, the reason I bring that up is because um, it goes with the nonverbal cues. If you don't know how to read them, you're going to be very quiet and you are going to not get any better. But if you speak out and you say, hey, can you help me? I don't know what that meant. Um, then you are going to get better. and. You have to believe in yourself that you have gotten better at some things and um, because if you don't, you're just going to create a downward spiral of thinking you haven't gotten anywhere. And I know because I've gone there before and um, <clears throat> believe me, I've done that too many times and I'm trying not to do that anymore and um, it's not easy but um, I'm working on it and um, I think 
I think I can do it. Um, yeah. So I'll leave you there and hopefully next week I will have written a couple more podcast scripts so I'm not behind. Um, yeah. So I hope you have a good weekend. Bye. As I wrap up, there are some things I would like to share with you. I do have a website for this podcast. It is called livingwithnld.com. I also have a Facebook and Instagram page for this podcast. It is called Living With NLD. I will include the links for those in the description. In conclusion, I would like to hear from my audience. If you know individuals with NLD that I could interview for this podcast, please email me at livingwithnld at gmail.com. What are you interested in learning about NLD? I know I'm not an expert, but I do know I have the living experience of having it. I would like you to practice journaling about your gifts and differences. Also see if there is a way that you can make that difference become easier for you to do than it originally was. Thank you for listening today, and please go to my YouTube channel and subscribe to it. Thank you. Bye.